Three, two, two one. one. Awkward. Rambles. Ah. <laughs> ah. Yay! <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Awkward Rambles, the podcast where we keep rambling until it gets awkward. I am your host, Mandy. And I am a... Uh, I'm just Moses. <laughs> Slowly we're losing him. Uh, yeah, how how was your weekend, Moses? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Hung out with some friends. Had a little chip duty. Um, I did some chicken and waffles. <gasps> they weren't They weren't as good as the last time I had their chicken and waffles, but it was still not too bad. Um, uh, played a new, played a new kind of card game, had some embarrassing moments playing that card game, but all in all, yeah, it was a great weekend, great weekend. How about yourself? Mm. Yeah, it was pretty chill. I met up with a friend, had some Chinese food, and had too much Chinese food, and <laughs> was really full, and just walked around to digest um, but it was really hot. Like I can feel the like humidity creeping in. Yeah. And I can't believe that summer is already fast approaching, even though it's May. It's yeah. insane. It's today, insane. today was a nice cool day. Honestly, it's kind of interesting. It's we've had a pretty nice streak going with when when it comes to fine dust. Like I had a lot of mm. nice days, and then today hit, and it was and I got my little uh mise mise app message mm. saying never go outside today and i'm just like that's pretty aggressive but yeah yeah <laughs> i think i'll stay inside uh i don't think my mom said anything about that my mind said it was pretty okay but it is scary you know when you get the the icon that has like a black gas mask and you're like what the hell am my sister am my sister not step outside at all or like yeah. if i do am my sister have a gas mask can I buy a gas mask? You can, but I think you're just fine with a regular mask on. <laughs> but I'm guessing, I mean, I didn't realize it was such a big contrast between our areas because we're not too far away from each other now. So hmm. Hmm, I wonder why your area had it. Or well, maybe my app's wrong. I don't even know. Hmm. I don't know, but it's pretty much just been, it was just today. The rest, hmm. like the last seven days have been really great air really nice really nice weather to be outside but mm-hmm. uh even today was really was a nice nice day weather wise just mm. the air quality was crap mm. well i mean tomorrow is supposed to rain here so maybe that will clear out some of the pollution and then i think wednesday's supposed to be sunny and nice again and then thursday rain and then I think it's supposed to be nice. So hopefully with the rain, it does clear up the pollution. But I swear the other week, there was it was raining. But I looked on my app and it said that the air was bad too. And I'm like, surely, how does that work? I mean, I guess I, I, guess I don't know enough about the weather and how yeah. it works. But I would think like when it rains, it would collect the air pollution and wash it away. But like that, at least that's my idea. But then the fact that 
you know, two and two can still ex coexist. I'm just like, oh, okay, then so maybe it doesn't work that way. <laughs> hmm. So I just recently learned something strange, and I don't know if it's true or not. It just mm -hmm. I just remembered it now. Okay. And I'm wondering, like you know, when you check the weather report and like the chances of rain. Uh huh. What does that percent mean? I don't know. Of that, it will rain or. See, but I learned something very strange that that percentage isn't the percent like the chance that it'll rain it's the it's the chance that it'll rain in your area oh so then that means everyone's different supposedly okay that's just what i read or what i heard i don't know it's really weird that is weird and also i feel like it depends on the amount too because the other week it said in the description, it said light rain, but then the light rain was like 60%. So in my head, I had assumed that, oh, I should bring my umbrella because it's going to rain a lot, but then it didn't, but then it was still 60% chance. So it was accurate because it was hmm. like very light drizzle. Hmm. So then I'm like, okay, is this just the percentage of how, what things are predicted to happen in terms of precipitation but so then, a, quick, a quick google search it basic basically it means that a certain percentage of the forecast area is expected to get rain it's going to rain it's just that percent is the percent of the area that's going to get that rain oh so not that not the so, chances of it happening yeah so apparently if you see like oh 70 percent chance of rain that's not the 70% chance that it's going to rain, it will rain. It's just that 70% of that area will get the rain. That's more math work. Jeez, that's like saying I'm going to have to be like, okay, like how much is this area that I live in and then divide it by the percentage and then wonder whether I... Just ex like, because I feel like when people see, oh, it's a 40% chance it'll rain, it won't rain. No, it will rain that day. It's just there's a 40% chance that it will rain in that, in this particular area. Or 40% of this particular area will get the rain. So it's still going to rain. So I don't know. I feel like if this is actually true, I don't know. That was just a quick Google search while we were talking. But mm -hmm. if that is a case, mind blown. It is. And also I'm like, does that mean I have to always bring an umbrella then? Because before I was thinking, oh, if it's like, over 50 60 then i should bring it definitely but then normally when it's like under that i'm always like oh i'll risk it you know but i mean like if the chances that it's going if it's a 30 percent chance of rain in seoul that means only 30 percent of seoul is expected to get rained on so you take your chances with that hmm. i guess and also as a brit rain is just a very common part of life yeah, I was about and to say, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I always find it hilarious seeing um, local Koreans rushing to buy umbrellas at convenience stores when it's just a drizzle because back at home, it's just nothing. Yeah, and it's not even that. It's not even that because the, the fact is people always think, oh, you know, England always rains. It is true. We always rain. Um, but I think a lot of people are shocked by 
the fact that when they go to England and they see British people walking around in the rain without an umbrella, they're like, why do they not use their umbrellas? I would like to clarify, it's not that we don't use it or we don't want to, but usually our weather forecast is very inaccurate. Mm. And so there have been days where, or at least in the past, it would say, oh, it's going to rain. So I carry an umbrella with me for the whole day and it does not fucking rain. (laughs) And then as someone who hates carrying things with me, I... You know, after a few times being lied to, I just, you know, trust issues. I'm like, no, I'm not going to bring an umbrella. And then on the day where it's like, oh, it's going to be super sunny, blah, blah, blah. I go out and it it rains. And so I'm walking, obviously, outside in the rain. There are no convenience stores, like, you know, you know, as many situated in my area. Unlike Korea, where you walk two, past two shops and there's like, you know, already like free convenience stores and yeah. umbrellas are pretty cheap in this country too. Um, so you just have to suck it up and just walk in the rain. And then another thing is number two is usually when it rains in England, it is also really, really windy. And for some reason, umbrellas, I don't know why, I'm sure that are windproof in UK, but like, most of the time they just aren't stable enough to like suffice. So they end up blowing inside out. Oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, or if it doesn't, because the wind is blowing the rain, there is actually no point of holding the umbrella because there's no one direction. Not like in Korea, I'm like holding the umbrella and mm. oh, I'm like, okay, it goes this way. So it, I can just hold it in that direction and I'm mostly dry. But in England, it's literally rain and wind so you're you're pretty much in like a cyclone of water (laughs) so it's like no direction at all you could be holding the umbrella and somehow the water is just on you so i think after you know all those years and you know rainy experiences most brits just give up on you know using an umbrella to travel around (laughs) on rainy days i feel like at that point just a raincoat would be better or like one of those rain hoodie things as opposed to an umbrella umbrellas are pretty they're i don't feel like umbrellas are that effective Mm. i mean like because half the time it's like if you're not holding the umbrella right then it's just going to drip off on one side and just land like especially like if you have a backpack on and the umbrella Mm -hmm. doesn't cover the whole circumference it just pours itself I don't know. The whole thing just mm. even even if I know it's gonna rain, I most of the time I still won't bring an umbrella. I'm just like screw it. I'll just I'll take my chances because half the time I'm just gonna lose the umbrella because I for, if I have to hold something in my hand, most likely I will put it down and then forget to pick it back up and then it's no longer mine. Yeah. Also, there's always this uh, thing in the back of my head where I feel like. What if I get hit by <laughs> struck you by lightning? All right, let's start on a new topic <laughs> before you go down this dark rabbit hole again. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I mean, apparently, though, people say you're more likely to get struck by lightning if you're standing under a tree than by an umbrella, which is very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But hey, anyway, yes. Uh, what are we talking about? Ah, yes. So I was thinking, I've noticed... 
every time I go to a GS or like a convenience store in Korea, I'm always like, ah, oh, you know, these kind of part-time jobs are very interesting. And I always mm. want to try it. I don't know why. So I was just wondering, do you ever get the thought of thinking, oh, I really want to try this kind of part-time job? Not really. But I mean, <laughs> I, okay. I was, that made me think, though. But like, I've thought about part-time jobs here in Korea before. Mm-hmm. And it led me to this one YouTube channel called Workmen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it or whatnot, but yeah, it's a very interesting YouTube channel called Workmen, obviously. And it's about this uh, guy. Ooh, I cannot remember his name. Something or something like that. But he, he used to be like an anchor on, on one of the um the big broadcasting channels. And so, yeah. He mm-hmm. has this YouTube channel called Workman where he essentially does various part-time jobs in Korea. Mm-hmm. And the video is like him going through it. And it's it was very fascinating to me because a lot of these part-time jobs, I never really know what goes on, especially behind the scenes and stuff. So he's done one where he's been a convenience store worker. Mm-hmm. He's worked on an apple farm. He's worked at Incheon Immigration, not Incheon Immigration, Incheon Airport's uh custom services Ooh. he's done one at a computer or computer rooms a freaking comic book rooms he was a he was a freaking idol group manager worked at a <laughs> worked at a um what do you call those like the 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 tv things where they sell stuff home shopping like home shopping channel oh, things okay yeah mm-hmm. he's this is probably the only youtube channel or one of the only YouTube channels, I have literally watched every single episode Ooh. on it. And they just recently hit 100 episodes. So, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I remember when I first discovered it, I think I just went through a binge and just ran through, like, half of the catalog in a weekend or something like that. But, yeah, it's a very interesting. It was a very interesting uh, YouTube channel. I still watch it because they, they come out with new ones every week. Mm. Then they come out with two now because they they started a couple of months ago. He started like another another kind of show on the channel where he reviews different companies. Ah. Yeah. And like tries to get the companies to make concessions in terms of like the workplace environment or hiring new people and stuff like that. So like he's he's done it at a um what was it? A like a startup ai company um neighbor at one point uh it's a lot of yeah it's really cool it's really cool sounds really cool it also reminds me of when infinite challenge was still on and they used to do those like really extreme part-time jobs Mm. um i think there was one episode where they did it and they were they had to like clean windows of like a tall high-rise building Oh, that actually and reminds I was like, me of the hundredth episode. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, because it's not. I mean, obviously, some of the Korean buildings are really high, but like to imagine, like there are actually physical people going up and down there to mm. clean the windows is insane. And like, yeah. can you imagine the wind? And oh, I mean, I could definitely not do that because mm. that is oh, I can't even. Oh yeah, no. That was actually like one of the funny things about that hundredth episode because it's supposed to be like a special episode where because one of the one of the things that the fans request him to try because like uh-huh. fans can like, like comment what kind of jobs they want to see him do 
And one of the ones that's always commented on is that thing, like, like cleaning windows on high rise buildings and stuff. Mm -hmm. So his production staff had this whole event prepared where they're having one of those like spinny wheels that had essentially two jobs that one and one was on a fishing uh, was on a fishing boat collecting Mm -hmm. lobsters or something like that (laughs) and so it had the various panels that had those and like two panels that had like a day off he takes the day off (laughs) yeah and in preparation for that they had like other they had like other PAs like production assistants they had a production assistant at each job depending on which because they they agreed to do the job so it was either going to be the host doing it or the PA would have to do it oh okay and so he he doesn't like heights so he really didn't want to do that Mm. do the high-rise job so he's like can we add a couple of extra a couple of extra day off tiles on the spinner and so he's bargaining with 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 the uh, with the producer with the, with the mm-hmm. channel producer about it, and they agreed to like put two more. And it spins, and it lands on the free day, and he just bolts. He just runs away. And then there's this whole segment of like the production team running after him, trying to get him to come back. And it pretty much. And so the rest of the episode is these poor production assistants having to do oh. the jobs instead of him. <laughs> I mean that's really lucky because I think in the infinite challenge one, I, I I think it was also uh to uh, like most of them don't like heights because I think it was like Yujesok and like Haha mm. and some oh no who's the other guy Park Myungsu, um but anyway most of them don't like heights and I think they were doing the same thing where they had to like rock paper scissors or you know how they how those yeah. shows are they always do some kind of game to choose who does what job um. And I think what you said as well with the fishing thing, I think they worked on a fishing farm where they had to like de-shell like fishes or like descale fishes was mm. one of them. Those are some other crazy jobs too. And I think in the end, it was also like two of the guys who hated heights that had to end up going to clean the windows, which um, is funny. It's funny. But I mean, I would feel exactly the same because I'm like, I can't. I can't even ride up escalators that like go like span over like two high levels mm. without freaking out um so yeah i don't know how people i mean i wonder how much they get paid like i hope they get paid a lot because that's kind of like a really risky job as well but i don't know like i don't i'm not sure how what the how much the wages are for part-time in korea part-timers yeah in korea it's Do you know? like eight it's like around eight thousand five hundred an hour or something like that because at the end of each segment he gets his pay and then they like show how much the pay was per hour and a lot of times he's just like oh it's it's just minimum wage and stuff like that so that kind of surprised him i mean it's actually it's it's very interesting yeah it is interesting it's very I guess it's very educational, but also kind of sad to think that these people are doing these like such extreme jobs and it's not even like but I think that the, much extre- money. the more extreme ones, I think, get paid. I think they always end up being more than minimum wage. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's honestly a toss up. But like, I, I guess it's just like back at home too, right? What yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think of like part time jobs that I've I haven't done any extreme part time jobs like cleaning high rise building windows. But um, speaking of yeah. part time jobs, how many have you had? Um, count them off. Okay, does does including does oh wait wow English 
that grammar just did not, not work. Not working for family. <laughs> okay, not working for family. Yeah. Uh, one. Wait, volunteer jobs don't count too. Did you get paid for it? No, so it's not a part-time job. That's volunteer work. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, one. Two. Three. Four, five, maybe five. Five. Oh, if I don't count family and volunteering, hmm. five. Yeah, five or six. Five? Yeah. Okay. How about you? Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna name them as well, so there isn't the awkward silence that we had with yours. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. First ever part-time job was at working at Disney World. Oh, warm. that's so cool. No, it was terrible. I lasted oh. two months. Um, yeah, that was the first. And then I worked at a Nike shoe store. That was number two. Then I worked mm -hmm. at a smoothie shop when I moved to college. And then I got a job at a working for my um, on campus, my student union's AV department. Mm -hmm. And during for a summer, I worked at a Target supermarket. And Target. Then I moved to korea oh i also had five part-time jobs huh. okay yeah. i guess i should kind of say what mine were i think the first one i ever did was working at a building society on a sunday and it was just like in a basement with no windows mm. um just going through like checks and stuff when we used to still use checks <laughs> um number two oh my gosh number two was at my student union and i think i was a cleaner i cleaned in the mornings hmm. after people would go partying i would clean <laughs> that was so, really depressing i can imagine um, but you know what you get extra money for cleaning up people's like puke so <laughs> i guess that was so you're always just there hoping to find some puke <laughs> I was like, or like in my head, my friends like, what if we all went out tonight and like, you know, left spots for you? And I was just like, please don't do that. That's just disgusting. Um, uh, the third one, I think the the last few were all like retail jobs. Yeah. Uh, cause it's like Christmas. Cause usually it was the case, you know, you, you start off working as a holiday part time stuff, and then you just stayed for like however long so i think the last few were all retail jobs um yeah i mean none of them were too bad i think yeah um yeah i feel like i'm just grateful that i was able to have a job to add to the cv because you know it's kind of a sad reality when you graduate and you're trying to look for jobs and everyone is under the impression that oh you know now that i've graduated i should easily get a job but it's not the case you know because nope. most of the places are like oh but you don't have work experience and in my head i was thinking but school said as long as i get a certificate i should get a job what is this whole thing about work experience you know um but fortunately i had already had work experience so i was able to just do whatever and also i guess my expectations weren't too high i was just like oh well if i can't do this for now i'll just do something else whilst i'm finding other things but 
yeah, I feel like a lot of people had that kind of trouble where, oh, they realized they didn't have work experience to do even like a simple part-time job, you know? So it's yeah. really nice that some places do or are willing to take on people with no experience and just, you know, give them that head start. Although I must say it's also a benefit for them because they get to pay, you know, just above the minimum wage for, you know, a lot of work. Yeah. Capitalism at its finest, always able to screw over the little man with no power. If you mm-hmm. want to get an entry level job, it requires experience in entry level positions, and you're just like, "What? Doesn't even yeah. make any sense." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what would you say? All right, between your five, let's see, yeah, mm-hmm. let's say between our fives, which one was your worst and which one was your best? Mm-hmm. You can go in with either one first. I think worst would be retail. Um, the I mean, the people I worked with were lovely, but man, some of the... I mean, I would say retail on a Christmas day. <laughs> Just the worst time in the whole entire world. Like, people are like, joy, Christmas, family, love. I'm like, no, it's just... It's just a load of shit basically a load of shit um and you just get so many like people you know during that time that come in and i don't know i don't know what christmas does to people but the customers come in and they're just all so freaking rude and they feel so entitled and literally you're just thinking well i didn't volunteer to be here the only reason why i'm working this job or this shift is because people like you want to consume and buy stuff in the sale so why are you taking it out on me when you're the one who like made the choice to come here Mm. in a packed environment but you see that's that's the thing about our consumer society now no one wants to do that we're for we're obligated now to feel like we need to do that like the only Mm -hmm. way to show that show that we care or show our love is by making sure we get you these awesome presents and the only way to get them is to get them at this time where they're discounted enough that you don't have to spend an arm and a leg to get it for your kid or your kid will not love you for not getting them the newest da 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 it's uh it's yeah it's pretty terrible yeah well so basically yeah retail uh during christmas is probably the worst kind of experience or in terms of job wise other times i think it's okay but yeah retail and interacting with uh majority well not majority like there's like most of the people are really nice most of the customers are really nice too and understanding um but you do get a few people who you're just like why and what the and i'm so done with mankind you <laughs> just like if there was a zombie apocalypse right now i would be okay because i'm so done with interacting with these people you know mm. um and then i would say best job honestly the cleaning job actually wasn't too bad it was kind of therapeutic mm. it was a mess and I would say the worst, worst kind of um, like aftermath cleanup was uh, a popcorn foam party that I had to clean up for. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, we it was at the time where the student union we had still had carpet on the floor. 
no. So one, you can already imagine, alcohol on carpet is already never a good mix anyway. Yeah. And but then add on popcorn that's been trodden on and like mixed with alcohol. Yeah. Man, that was a bitch to clean. That was like not not only to mention like the glass bottles and like shards everywhere that we already normally had to clean, but yeah, popcorn, alcohol, and glass, not so good. Um, but luckily after that, they changed the floor to like, um, what's it, the laminate kind of stuff. So it was better, mm. but still, I was like, no way am I scraping this popcorn off the carpet because it just, it just, it's just stuck there. It's just there. How was this to get rid of it? Um, yeah, so that was, but it paid well. Cleaning jobs surprisingly pay very well. Not to mention, as I said, the bonus when you clean up people's puke. So, um, which wasn't actually too bad because you don't just use your hands and like clean mm. it. You know, you you spray this like thing and it turns the liquid stuff into like kind of like a sawdust kind of thing, and then you just yeah. hoover it up and and then as you know, it's done, and then you just carry on. So it's not a if you're not like bothered by that kind of stuff and you don't have like a weird like gag reflex where you're like I, I, you know vomiting so then you're okay like mm. it's not actually too bad and so i would say cleaning wasn't too bad the other the building society job was actually okay too because i just sat there and it was fun so and that was a good pay too but um actually yeah i don't think there's been i don't think i hate any of those jobs too much what about you that's good. Uh, I would. I'm say... curious about Disney. I'm curious about Disney. Why? Why? What happened? Mm, well, yeah. No happily w- ever after. I would say that my Disney job was most likely the worst, but oh. I mean, there's multiple. It's not like it's not like it destroyed my childhood or anything. It's just <laughs> I didn't like I didn't like doing it, but. I mean, imagine this... you're like boycotting like disney after that like no more disney i'm joking um, i mean yeah. i didn't care that much i think it was just because it was it was my first part-time job i was still in high school mm-hmm. it was, so it was only a weekend gig and it it was it wasn't easy getting to disney from where i lived uh... so like the commute also just didn't really make it worth it and I didn't really like the job that I had. So I essentially, I worked at downtown Disney. So like, it's, it's like the area outside of the park where it's open to the public. So, and mm-hmm. that's where there's like a lot of shops and, and entertainment things and whatnot. And I got placed in their Christmas store. So, so it's just like a store that just always sells Disney themed Christmas items and all that had an elaborate ass uniform that I didn't re- that I never liked wearing. I actually ended up quitting on my birthday because they had me working on my birthday. And Aww. it was kind of funny. I didn't really quit because I was like, oh, I'm fed up with this. But I, I quit because I didn't have a costume ready. So essentially, in the parking lot area, there's the cast members area where we can pick up fresh uniforms to wear. You don't have to wash your uniforms. You just mm-hmm. bring your uniform in and they switch it out. But it's only open during the weekdays, oh. I believe. Weekdays or maybe like on a, on Saturdays. It's not. I think it's not open on Sundays. And so I just stuffed my uniforms in my locker. And 
when Sunday came by, I went in, I went in, but the costume department was closed. So I didn't have a, I didn't have a clean, fresh suit or clean, fresh costume. All my costumes were like wrinkled up and stuff. I just tossed it in the locker. So I was just like, well, I'm not going to go. It's my birthday, one thing, but also I wasn't just going to walk in looking like trash. I was like, fuck it, I'll quit. So I just went in and just like, yeah, I'm just, this just not a good fit for me. So I'm just going to quit here and now. And yeah, two months in, quit. But the benefits weren't that bad. It's probably one of the funny things about Disney is the benefits aren't terrible. The pay isn't all that great either, but I guess maybe I was seasonal, but the longer you you do it, probably the better you get paid because my brother works at Disney and he's been doing it for a long time now but uh yeah i just didn't i didn't like i didn't like that i think if i had worked in a different shop then i might have liked it more mm. and if it was easier to get to work i, I would have liked it more but it's really funny because I, again i only worked there for like two months but you didn't it, you didn't have to wait forever to get the benefits because one of the benefits of being an employee is you can get people in for free Mm. and that pretty much that started pretty much as soon as I started working there I you're able to do that so yeah. I remember at my high school there was this one club like one student club at the high school that wanted that was planning on doing a trip to Disney with their club and I had some I had some people I knew who were in that club and they knew I worked at Disney so they asked me if I wanted to go on this trip on this on this like trip with the club so I can get us in for free so I ended mm. up going with them and we ended up getting in ended up getting in like six people in for free and wow. freaking Disney that's like that's like easily what 300 400 bucks yeah saved but yeah so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits like that and whatnot but yeah maybe if I kind of wish that I had started that later as opposed mm. to when I was still in high school. Like maybe if I started it when I was in college as a seasonal kind of job, I think I might've liked it more. But again, I was still in, still in high school, still, you know, when you're in high school, you don't really, you don't usually typically have all your confidence built up and Disney's all about, like you gotta create that Disney moment for the, for for our guests. You gotta smile all the time. And at this point I have my braces on. I'm like, I don't want to smile. And oh, this yeah. is all you gotta be, you always gotta be outgoing and engaging. And at this point in my life, I'm just like, I don't really like doing any of that. But honestly, I wouldn't mind trying working at Disney again, but mm, at this point, whatever. But yeah, so that was that was my least favorite job. Mm-hmm. And then your your favorite? Mm, I would say my favorite job was working at my my school student union in our mm. AV department because I, I did that pretty much almost my entire time in college, like. I worked at the smoothie shop when I first got to college and then, I, and then I got that job and I did them both at the same time for a while. And then I just went straight into that, just kept to that one. And that one was really fun because working in our student union, you got to do a lot of things. So I mm. got, I got to work on concerts, comedy shows, talent shows. Uh, I ended up becoming like, I ended up becoming a crew chief at our Ooh there which is kind of cool so i got to run the shows the av part of the shows and whatnot uh 
And I eventually ended up learning how to, because at our, at our student union, they had movie nights where we would get like, we would get like early releases of certain, of like mm. certain movies and we could play. And so for that job, we like, it, it's like a stand, it's like an actual like movie projector, like 45 mm. millimeter film movie projector with the giant spindles and everything. So and cool. so I had, I got to learn how to use that. And then I got to do show those movies and whatnot. Wow. And I just really liked that job because I got to work with like a lot of cool people actually met one of my best friends working at that job, which is really cool. Uh, yeah. And I just got to experience a lot of different things. Got to experience my first concert. Got this just, you get to see and interact with like a lot of people that you usually would never get to see or interact with because of that job. So yeah, that was probably my favorite job. And <laughs> there's so many stories I got about that job too. Like I was, I guess the statute of limitations is is over, so nothing could happen to me. But at this point, like there were just moments where I or you could tell I was just like a college kid who didn't give a fuck. Cause for that job, like like showing movies, you 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 put the movie on and then you're in the room because you gotta make mm-hmm. sure nothing goes wrong and whatever. But there were days where it was just like, yeah, whatever. So I'd start the movie and then I would just go home and then like come back before the movie ends. But I'm I'm still like clocked in at the time, so so I'm getting paid. But I just left I just left work mm. and just went home to hang out with my friends, and then just came back and just how ha- and just hoping to God like if something happened to these films, I would have been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but at that time, you didn't really you don't really think about that. You just, you just don't. But <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a fun job. Like sometimes we would be working. Um, if you're working a concert, you would clock in at like 8 a.m., but you would clock out at midnight. So you'd be working like 16 straight hours and that kind of thing. Mm. But then I would have classes during the day as well. So I, w- I wouldn't even clock out. You just go to class and then come back and whatnot. So it was a lot of abusing the system, but it was it, it was quite fun. I really, I really enjoyed that job. Sounds fun. My, I think my yeah. brother did something similar too. And that's when he got into like watching loads of movies and he took a lot of posters home and had t-shirts yeah. made like with random stuff. And yeah, yeah I, I think that's something that I feel like my, my student union didn't have. Well, even if they did, I guess I wasn't really part of that because mm, student life was just pretty hectic for me since i was doing art which everyone everyone that i knew that wasn't in the art department were like oh oh how hard could it be you guys must just be coloring which i found very me and my friends found very offensive because like because not even that because you know it was really sad actually thinking about it because we paid the same amount of uh, tuition as maybe like engineering students Mm. yet we had maybe not even that many lectures and most of the time we would just like put it in a studio room to do research which for us was basically searching through uh, internet or like collecting like magazine things and then drawing off them Mm. and so a lot of of our time was spent we had to do work and then we had to pay for every single material a piece of paper or pencil sketchbook you know we had to fund all of that stuff by ourselves. and and then we would hear my um engineering friends go oh yeah we got you know we're, we're going on a trip 
or they've like oh they've had lectures like from nine till six and i'm like i wish i had some lectures because i don't know what i'm paying for because i have to buy my own piece of a3 paper which costs like 10p i'm like why it's so sad um so yeah i wish i had to do that but i feel like i remember going to one of those like movie nights in our uh, i think it was halloween actually i don't know yeah. what we watched though but those seem cool like i wish i was able to join more of those things because i feel like there was a lot of other kind of part-time jobs around because our campus um is one of like the biggest uh on campus sites and there must have been like a variety of shops and things running like in the actual place so there must have been other jobs but when i looked i I guess everyone had already like found things to do but i was so i just had ended up with the cleaning job but honestly i think the timing for the cleaning job wasn't too bad either because it was like in the morning and then you would have the rest of the day to yourself and you can like still get things done whereas if i had to take other jobs it it would it's like you know matching that schedule where you're in between your lectures as well or like studio time it was pretty hard and juggling all of that is you know yeah yeah i think that was also another reason why i really liked my job was because uh, a lot of the times depending on what you're doing because you can either be working like the floor like at a set time Mm -hmm. as like a floor manager or you or but a lot of us did we work what well, we worked was we worked shows so you could sign up for the show that you wanted to work for da, 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 da. that's one of the good things about being a crew chief is you're running the show so you get that spot but yeah i i enjoyed the flexibility of the job mm-hmm. but it just sucked though because they were so anal about because it's a part-time job so they're so anal about us never getting overtime because a lot of times it could be really easy to hit overtime and if we ever hit overtime, then someone gets in trouble. <laughs> but oh. I really, man, I have such good memories about that job. Do you ever feel like um, you would ever go back to like doing something similar to that? I mean, if I never got that into like AV, so I, I feel like there's like a lot more to it than because I feel like I just had to know like superficial stuff to be able to do the job. Like I had to learn things, like I had to learn how to mix, like mix bands, all that kind of stuff. Had to learn how to use the various equipments, how to use, yeah, like amps, soundboards, all that kind of shit. But I feel like it was a fun job, but I don't know if I'd want to get into like the real nitty gritty of it, like really Mm. get into it. I just like what I had to do. Mm. Yeah, You know what? I think the great thing about, part-time jobs and i feel like everyone should always give it a go is it really does i mean it might not always be a great experience um sometimes it can be but i think the ultimate thing is it is such a great way of expanding your skill sets and like you know broadening like your experiences to you know for you to think oh i could do this or oh, this is something I never expected I would do. Um, And later on in life as well, you don't know when these um, 
skills will help you because yeah. like you know you're talking about mixing things and stuff i'm like i'm just literally as soon as you said that i was thinking well you are the person who's editing our podcast so it makes sense um um yeah so i feel like everyone should always give part-time jobs a try yeah. and it definitely does help in the yeah. long run even if it at the time it doesn't feel like it but you know and then along the way you also have really weird and wonderful memories or yeah. some not so wonderful but it makes you a little bit stronger and kind of um preps you for the future and yeah something. i've always been surprised at how like how like when i first was in korea and then i would be hearing like like korean adults like perspectives and stuff where they'd be in their third year of college and then i'm just like how many jobs have you had and it's like I've never had a job. I'm like, you've never had a job. You're like 24, 25, and you've never had a job. But mm. it's just the thing here, they focus on studying. But but like for us in America, it's like you need a job to be able to afford to to go to school essentially. So But then it is like, also I feel like the people who are lucky enough in Korea to not have to do part-time jobs must mm. just have you know their parents must have just worked really hard to be able to finance them yeah Whereas i because I, I know like a lot of friends too who you know they they've done a lot of stuff as well which you know and like as we said mentioned you know the part-time job situation here is just the same as home where you don't get paid that great and you have to work those shitty hours as well so mm. you know props to everyone who's doing a part-time job still um hang in there and um yeah, it will all work out for you somehow. And I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe not lie to them like that. It may work out. No, but I mean, as in, out. it might not, like the job might not work out, but as in, it will help you somehow in the future. Maybe. Guaranteed. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that smoothie job ever helped me with anything. A smoothie job? <laughs> like, nor did working at a shoe store. But I, I, get what you, I get what you're trying to say. You're trying to be inspirational. But on that note, guys. <laughs> It is time for us to wrap up. It's been a blast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Follow us on, you know, all those platforms. But if you're listening right now, you probably are. Thank you for sticking with us for this long. Honestly, it's it's been an amazing ride. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys in the next pod. Don't forget to subscribe to our Instagram or our Twitter accounts. All right. Isn't that what you do on Instagram? Oh, follow. <laughs> follow on wow. Instagram. And this is why I always do this bit, guys. This is why I am needed sometimes. I'm old, all right? I'm old. I've gotten older. I don't know how, how these newfangled thing contraptions work. I don't know what your kids <laughs> got to tweet the Twitters or the or the Insta, the grams, like, do what you got to okay, do, okay? Please, please stop. Please stop. Stop making us seem like we're older than we are. Anyway, guys, see you guys <laughs> soon. Bye. You darn kids. <laughs>